get this party started. And we're go. Green light. Let's get this party started. Let's get this party started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so today we are going to shut Ben up so that he doesn't ramble at the beginning since Matt doesn't have much time. Because usually Ben will take the first 20 minutes to talk about something that is not on topic. So we're going to get... This is actually very fun. This is usually some of the most fun parts of it, but yeah. Yeah. So, so just so you know, after that comment, this will be Matt's last episode with us, unfortunately. No, but Matt's, Matt's always busy, so we're going to kind of jump into this one. Um, I wanted to start with a this or that. So, um, and this actually kind of goes to our topic. So um, you can go with this, or you can go with that? Boop, boop. <laughs> exactly. You can go with um, this. Okay. Okay, so, so for this or that, for the, the this or that for today, one thing to, to let's pretend for that there's no sort of like pandemic going on for this. So everything else on the table for this, except for the pandemic. Um, for this or that, mm-hmm. streaming. So we're going to pretend we're in. We're going to pretend we're in Florida. Okay, go on. Streaming at home versus watching in the theater. Streaming at home. Why? Because no, no. Unless I have unless people. the theater is empty or next to empty or it's filled with people who I know, I have no interest. <laughs> I mean, I have some interest, but like it, it really cuts into my interest of watching the movie. Unless it's like, if it's like one of those things, like oh. 3D IMAX where it's all around you, you might get me for that. Why am I hearing popcorn popping? Because, because I, I'm for going to the theater. Oh. So that's where, that's my special summer thing. I have no idea what that is. Oh, there's some kind of static going on. That was probably me. I'm okay. doing stuff. Okay. See, for me, it's definitely going to the theater. Um, well, I know I, you would say that. You paid for the movie pass for. Oh that. yeah. Well, <laughs> not just a movie pass. The thing is, the thing is, um, my setup versus a theater setup is my my setup doesn't even compare to a theater setup. It's nice to sit on the couch and watch a movie, but it doesn't. Streaming doesn't feel like the movie experience that going to the movie is. Plus. Streaming, like for a good example, is um, this week Maria and I got Mulan on DVD. Um, I could have streamed that last year by signing up for Disney Plus and then paying thirty bucks to see the movie in my own house. Instead, I got it on DVD, and I'm glad that I didn't spend thirty bucks to see it in my own house. The thing is, like, it's included now with just Disney Plus. Now it, it got brought in because that's yeah, that's the thing is that I mean, I can if I want to stream, I'll just wait for it to come on DVD and I'll watch it on DVD because I have Netflix. It's not here's gonna cost here's me they, now. What they didn't really advertise is it was available for $30 not just on Disney Plus but on every single other streaming service. Just Disney Plus, I think they got it like a week early or something, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you pay but, extra to get it from them. Yeah, so you are not only paying for the $30 to get it from Disney+, Plus, you also are paying the $10 a month that they charge. Now, if you ever cancel your sub, your subscription, you lose access to that movie. Mm-hmm. 
But if you went and bought it, say, from the Microsoft store or from Voodoo or one of these other outlets, you'd still have it if you ever canceled your Disney Plus. We just lost Matt. I guess he didn't like the topic. Oh, wait, no, no he's getting back again. Sorry. <laughs> Hit the button accidentally. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the streaming, I guess streaming works great if you have a big group together or if you have like a big family, because it seems like movies are usually 20 or 30 bucks to stream them into your house. Okay, so it's like, I, I didn't know that that was what you meant, like, specifically, if you're including the price and stuff, then heck yeah, going to the movie theater. Oh, I'm yeah. Pay, yeah, if I'm I could pay about, $30 to watch the damn thing anyways, I might as well watch it with the better screen and the better sound, and yeah, I'll have to deal with people, but if I'm paying that much money... I, I'm putting everything on the table, because <laughs> I, it could be streaming afterwards, but at that point, uh, I, streaming or DVD, it's still the same outcome. So, I mean, if, if it's streaming for free or, you know, or I get the DVD for free, it doesn't, it, it still doesn't compare to actually being in the theater. No, I will agree that the experience of going to the theater is better. It's mm. just, if you go there and it's a busy Friday night and you're one of a yeah. thousand people in this building, it's really, you know, you get lost in the shuffle and I, and I just don't like it. I just, as, as much as if I went there, if I went there on a Saturday or uh, not a Saturday, it'd be a bad day, uh, a Wednesday afternoon mm -hmm. and the place is empty. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, see, that's a, a benefit for me is because, you know, I usually work in the evening. So yeah, I mean, I could easily go during the day too. I mean, I, I was going on, on Fridays all the time to go see the new movie of the week and there would maybe be about two or three people in the theater with me. I don't get people who go multiple times to go see the same movie. I used to get it when I was younger, but when I know people who are older than me who talk about how they went to, I worked with a guy who used to ride and he went and saw like one movie like 20 times in the movie theater. And he went every single time to the IMAX theater that was out in like Long Island or something, which to go from here to Long Island, that's that's like probably you're spending most of your time driving. You're going more time in the car than you are watching a movie. Well, let's, try to, <laughs> let's try to justify this for a second. What movie was it? I think it was the Star Wars, the the the, the shitty trilogy that just came out. It was it was one of those. Oh yeah. And oh, also, oh. it might also have been the Marvel movies because it was before they they had that climax. Or they pretty much ended the Marvel. To me, at least, they ended the Marvel universe. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I think it was Apocalypse. Is that the last one that came out? Uh, for X Men, I think it was no. No, no, no. I'm was, talking about for the Marvel. That movie. was like Endgame or something Endgame. like that. That's what it yeah. was. Okay, yeah. So I watched Endgame, and to me, I'm done with the Marvel universe. I'm like, mm -hmm. I, I watched twenty something of these movies. Okay. <laughs> hey, Barrett, when were you done with the Marvel universe? Oh, oh! From the very beginning, I I think it's a crime against humanity. <laughs> I think that they, we should have a 21st century Nuremberg for this. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Okay. And we should uh, ban. But... There should be an international ban on all like superhero movies. <laughs> it's just the worst. <laughs> well, it's not the worst. Sorry, I would have said that until I found this steaming turd that I'm going to talk about today. Yes. It right, is so, an actual okay, nuclear wanna, bomb wanna, of a movie. I just want to clarify before the angry emails come in. Uh, he is talking about, uh, that is hyperbole, <laughs> I hope. Well, well, he's Barrett. He's not. That does not represent the opinion of the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> 
compared <laughs> to the Nazis. You know, you know. I, I think if Barrett had his own show, they would still have to say that at the beginning. This is Barrett's show, but his opinion does not reflect on the whole show itself. Or the station. <laughs> Anchor FM is not responsible. <laughs> so, so Barrett, I didn't even hear as far as streaming versus theater. Okay, yeah, the- yeah. So I, I have a, a interesting take. Uh, I, I am generally pro like going to the theater, just regardless of the situation. But I have an extra wrinkle, which is that I have been to a lot of things where I would it's led me to feel the opposite way uh, that Ben does about it, where I actually welcome you know throngs of people and whatnot, and that's because on most of the time I don't go to the theater for just regular screenings, but I go when there were special events like for example in sacramento we had this uh we have a few or well we had two kind of indie theaters right we have the crest and then we had tower mm-hmm. and they would both do special events like they had there's one where it was uh well, like a zombie movie night that's different mm-hmm. i'm talking about if you're going to see the latest blockbuster if you're oh, going, yeah yeah like, if, well if that's why i brought this up because i figured that's what you Dude, mean but i just wanted to clarify anything's on the table so let him go so, so like for for those kind of special things, oh my gosh, it's so amazing! Like the zombie movie night, where mm-hmm. not everyone, but probably like a good two thirds of people were like dressed up either as like zombies or as like Resident Evil like stars and stuff. Uh-huh. You know what? And I then they had games where you could win prizes by like you know they would have a zombie shuffle and then like pe- mm. the stars people would come in and like shoot with Nerf and stuff and <laughs> oh yeah. I'm oh, all for awesome. stuff like that. Like they have it where they do they do uh, the, the movie The Room. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, yeah. They have it where like people will take like plastic spoons and throw it at the screen because if you ever watch the movie, it's like it's one of these small details that like I still have to like squint to like see what I'm, I'm the, what I'm looking at. But all the pictures everywhere are all of silverware, <laughs> and it's like. It makes no. The whole movie itself is is a it's just an amazing uh, train wreck to watch. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so they do screenings of that, and then um, the one I never watched is the one. What's that popular one where they got with the transvestite? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Rocky Horror. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never watched it, but I know that, that people go crazy for that. And then you're talking about with the horror movie, so like if there's a theme night stuff like that. That um, oh yeah, that you want to go when there's people. Because it's, yeah. otherwise it's boring. And also, like, a lot of movie theaters do the uh, whole um, bring back the movies from, like, the 60s, 70s, and 80s and so forth. Like, you can go see things like Rocky or the Goonies again, like, on the big screen. And, and also, and when, they, when, they do, when they do stuff like this, they don't charge the prices they charge. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot cheaper. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm talking about, like, if you're paying, like, you're going out, say, like, if you're going with a date. You're spending forty dollars at the movies at least. Oh, yeah. You're, you know, I don't want some guy whistling every time there's a pretty girl on the screen or somebody like I don't get that. What's <laughs> happening? What's going on right now? You know, I don't want to hear any of that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> anything or people eating too loud or their kids. You know, I it's just like if I'm paying that much money, but if, like if I'm going to like in this the experience where everybody's dressed up like a vampire, the movies are gonna suck. You're there for the experience. Yeah, yeah. you gotta realize you gotta, it's the the Ben, the classic Ben movie streaming date. It's pay the thirty dollars to stream the movie, get the girl over, 
And then, like, she's like, are we going to watch a movie? Well, I'm going to be watching a movie. You're going to be watching something else. My crotch. <laughs> Thanks for spilling it out for us. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. We, we, we didn't know what was going on. I wouldn't get it, of course. My, I don't get what you're saying here. What are you, what are you trying to imply? I'm trying that you're going to be watching You get to choose a movie because you're going to be the only one watching it. That's what I'm actually implying. I'm the only one watching it. So she's yeah. going to be what? Oh, she's she's going to be busy doing other stuff. So you have a better fantasy about what my, my love life than I think I even have. Maybe. I don't know. You, you think more about this than I do. <laughs> I'm thinking about you. What do you do on a date nowadays? You can't I mean, with COVID. You can't do sh- you can't do a damn thing, right? <laughs> so I don't even know. If there, are people really like dating at this point? What's that? Are people really like dating at this point anyway? No idea. This stuff never stops. Even if you're just like, okay, I'm gonna watch a movie well, on Netflix. You watch the same movie, and we'll Facetime each other while we're watching the movie. Yeah, that's like that's a horrible way to date. But people are probably we're doing that. During the height of the pandemic, now this stuff's starting to calm down. I mean, I know you guys are in California, yeah. so I don't know how it is there, but here, it's not like super relaxed yet, but it's getting more and more relaxed like every day. And we're almost to the point where they're just going to be like, "Oh, you don't have your mask on? Well, okay. Well, if you want to wear it, you can. If you don't, who cares?" And uh, when that happens, people are going to go back to the stuff's going back to normal. It's going to be normal by summer, probably sooner. Man, well, I like that fantasy. I, I mean, we we do have a topic to get to, but damn, I would have a whole session just talking about this uh, fantasy date. This this is great. I think we could workshop this. <laughs> I mean, I've had dates like that. They were, it was pretty fantastic. Yeah. I have to say. Anyway, so what is right. the topic? Wait, 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 wait! I didn't get to say anything yet. So, um. <laughs> First of all, before we get into to the uh, movie theater versus home, Avengers, the last two movies were awesome, like super crazy awesome. What a Is way to, like zero a, out of ten awesome. What a beautiful way to end an entire series of movies. They should stop right there, reset the whole thing, wait a couple of years, and start again. <laughs> well, they're basically waiting a couple of years. They're only, it, it, I mean, yeah, they're not releasing them like they were when it was a new movie every three months. I mean, that was freaking ridiculous. And I have people going, oh, I went to go see this movie 20 times, and I saw this movie 20 times, and I saw this movie 20 times. I'm like, and no wonder you work as many hours as you do and are an insane amount of debt. Well, they can't really do that because of the movie theater shutting down. So, I mean, what the next one was like Black Widow, and then I think they had The Immortals or something after that. Yeah, Mike, you're right on the money. They had the slowdown because they can't because the market's not there anymore. And then they tried it with the Mulan thing, and that Mulan thing sunk. How many more movies are part of Disney Premium Plus or whatever the hell they called it? Mm -hmm. None. That was the first and only one. Mm -hmm. Showing you how well it's. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead, Matt. Whatever. Okay. Just real quick. Um. Um, I love being able to be at home, relaxed, chill, no people to bug me, and you can pause it when you need to, you know, you don't have to, you know, rupture your, your, uh, urethra over, like, like, Avatar, uh, I'm still, like, 
like damage from holding my piss that long. <laughs> All right, so that's okay. You gotta be like a pro. You have to wait until ten minutes before it starts, hold it all in, and then just let it out, preferably in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) What's thinking about that? I'm like, you mean just like in the theater? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, dude, just like when they tell you in a car to like, you know, go in a jug or something. Like, you know, just bring a jug in the. The drive is you could literally do that. You could piss in the jug and no one's going to know because it's dark and no one's looking in your car. I did do a driving one time and that was a mess. I was (laughs) on drivings last night. It was great. Pissing into a jug? No, I didn't. (laughs) I I should have. I mean, but I don't have a jug big enough, I guess, to to hold all that. Yeah, well, that's always the problem. If you got to go that bad, you're going to fill whatever you're trying to go with. <laughs> well, no, not necessarily. If you think about it, you order a drink, right? Because you know that, like, what, however much comes out, it can't be more than what you drank. So but you got to drink it all. Because if you drink, like, half of it, and you're like, oh, dude, I got to go now. Exactly. Don't it's not going to taste as good afterwards. That's why you you drink it all, and then you know it'll go right back. I was we were driving on a Maryland. I was a kid, and I think we were stuck in like New York City traffic, which is like the one and only time we ever tried driving through the city on the way down south. That's why you always avoid the city as much as you can. <laughs> and yeah, we were stuck in there for like three hours, you know. And like this guy comes by and he's selling sodas for two dollars. Because that's what they do. They actually have guys standing in the middle of the highway during a traffic jam selling you refreshments. They're not selling you bathrooms, though. That's the problem. Yeah, it's it's sort of a bathroom in a cup. Yeah, so I went and I I asked my parents to get me a soda. They bought me a soda. I I drank the soda. You know, hour goes by. We're still in the same traffic jam, five feet from where we were. (laughs) And now I have to pee. So in the traffic jam, I'm just like in the can. And then I'm like, well, what do we do with the can? And then once we started going, we just threw it out the window. Oh, man. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. All right, yeah so I like, got to throw something in here because since uh, you guys kind of mentioned the whole people thing, which um, I'm not really crazy about crowded theaters. I don't like sitting next to anybody. Um, but I will never forget this one time I went to go see The Crow, and I'm assuming probably by now everyone's seen The Crow. Oh, that's yeah. the one where what's his name died in the filming of, right? Yeah, Brandon Lee. Yeah, yeah. Brandon and Lee. everyone knows the scene where the car jumps off into the water and then he burns the crow onto the ground. I've never seen the movie. Wow. Okay. So so Ben won't understand the significance of this, but. I went to go see the movie with about four of my friends and we took all the seats on one side except for the very edge. And this guy walks in halfway through the movie and he sits down next to me and he's like, hey, what's up, man? And I'm like, hey. And and my, the buddy that was next to me is like, do you know this guy? I'm like, I have no idea who this guy is. So a couple minutes go by and all of a sudden it shows a scene where the car hops off into the water, and then he burns the crow. As he burns the crow, this guy turns to me and goes, hey, what movie is this? <laughs> and I was like, it's the crow. 
you couldn't figure that out by watching it on the on the screen. That's like that one maybe, guy that like I sold. Maybe the, he went to. Maybe he was mistaking this theater for another one, thinking, okay, I'm in the middle of a movie. My movie should have started yet. Also, this looks just like my friend because he's also seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> the dude had to be high. That's all I was. <laughs> that's what I'm going with. I, I, I was like, I sold uh, something for like a hundred and something dollars on eBay. And I get a message from the guy who bought it, and I'm expecting him to use the duty usual, like, hey, can you make sure you pack it up very well so I don't want to get it broken in shipping? That's usually the message I get. And uh, this one was, what exactly did I buy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, um, oh, you mean the thing you paid for and I shipped out early this morning? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, and I sent them, like, a link. To the website for <laughs> too late. It's already in the mail. You know, never you never asked for a return. I don't know. Maybe it was just some guy like you know how some people like uh, you know when you're lucky enough you hit the lotto or something and they blow the money in like a week. Mm. Maybe yeah. that. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get to the topic, and I want to get to the topic before Matt leaves because I want to mention my. My my first uh, movie that I have listed before Matt goes, just to hear his reaction to it. Um, so the topic today is, I would rather go blind than watch this movie ever again. So and and so everyone, all one of you that actually listens to us knows Barrett has been so excited about this topic. This is like the the topic of the century for him. Yeah, so, we had to stop him like before we started, before we hit record, because he was ready to tell us that. <laughs> oh yeah, so um, I'm gonna let him go second because I want to get mine out before Matt goes. Okay. Uh, one, well, one of mine out before Matt goes. Um, and the when I saw this movie, I watched about the first 15 minutes of it, and I fell asleep, and I woke up halfway through it, and. I told the person that I was, you know, that was there watching with me, like, dude, I'm just going to go. I'm done. <laughs> um, I will never watch this movie again. It is so absolutely horrible. It is Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu Hustle. And I wonder if Matt remembers me going, dude, I, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> Vaguely, yeah. You guys were uh, you guys were on your way to Japan at the time, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I stepped off the plane. The, the thing is, uh, Matt was like, "You're gonna love this movie," and I swear I watched it. I'm like, "This is freaking Looney Tunes." <laughs> I grew out of this when I was like ten, or or maybe twenty five. I don't know, one of those ages. One of those ages. <laughs> I'm thirty five, maybe. I'm not gonna watch this crap. And You're so, telling me that if you got HBO Max, you wouldn't watch Looney Tunes for an hour. Netflix only. What's that? I have Netflix, but sure, Kung Fu Hustles on Netflix. I'm just saying though, like you, you, you said you grew out of Looney Tunes. If like if you had access to all the Looney Tunes, you wouldn't like poke around for a little while at least. I actually, you know what, now that you mentioned it, last Saturday I turned on the TV and Looney Tunes was actually on. And I watched it for about five minutes. I'm like, I'm done. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I have, like, favorites. 
And I was like, uh, okay. I just remember I watched it up until like there was some sort of fight going on with a couple musicians or something. And I'm like, dude, this is just so absolutely well, stupid. Some of them suck. I will say that. Like, if, if it, like the early Merry Melodies are, I mean, some of them are okay, but for the most part, they're really just sing-alongs. And oh, uh, so Looney Tunes. Yeah, Looney Tunes is Merry Melodies. They, they, oh, yeah. they no, they, I went back. They're to one of the same. It's, just, it's Merry Melodies was when they do. They did. They started off with Merry Melodies came first, and was mostly them doing musical stuff. And Looney Tunes with them doing comedy stuff. And then eventually, they just became kind of the same damn thing. And it's just literally like who had a whatever movie theater had a contract for Merry Medley's got a Merry Medley, and whoever had one for Looney Tunes got a Looney Tune. <laughs> and that and and that's how babies are born. So. All right, so Barrett, we're gonna let you go. Oh man, so this movie is a crime against humanity. It's called <laughs> Under the Skin. You might have heard about it, created some waves. It's supposed to be this amazing, super fantastic movie, but mostly people heard about it because Scarlett Johansson gets legitimately naked in it. Really? Yeah. What's this called again? Hold on. Under the Skin. <laughs> and it's not even good either. Like, uh, oh, no, okay. I'll just look up the one scene. I don't need to see the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, even the one scene's not that good because it's like when you see it, you realize like how – like because I'd heard about this before that like – the, there's a whole industry of CGI that doesn't do normal CGI stuff. All they do is doctor up actors and actresses in movies. Yeah, but they, I never they, really realized they, they, the, they do the whole thing with the body double stuff now and stuff like. I, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not gonna look this stuff up because. Uh, yeah, well, I I didn't realize stuff, the extent of it fine. until I watched this movie and I saw legit Scarlett Johansson naked, and I was like, she doesn't look like. Anything like she does in the other movies, like she looks like a six, like you know, not yeah. the worst. Still, but I a actually, six. I actually saw the movie. I saw it on some list of what's the best sci-fi show uh, movies to watch or something, um, and uh, so I checked it out. and And I'm thinking, you know, um, I because I, I didn't know she was getting getting naked in it, and I even forgot she was in the movie. I just looked up a list of these things, and so um, I'm watching it, and I'm like. Uh, Okay, um, there's a naked chick because it's not supposed to be sexy. It's not supposed to be sexy because because it doesn't show her face really uh, during that scene in the beginning, and and so I'm like, um, okay, there's a naked chick because it's not supposed to be sexy. In fact, I think that's probably why she signed on. She has enough money; she can do whatever she wants. Oh, yeah. she did it yeah. to just to shut people up. And here, here you go. Here's me naked, uh, but it's just like yeah, not sexy now. at all. Yeah, it's not sexy. So anyway, like I would rate this a negative infinity out of ten. It's so bad. So essentially, there's only three scenes in the movie. What's it called? So the, the, so everybody knows to avoid this movie once again. What is the it's name of the movie? It's called Under the Skin. Under, see, I, I I forgot it twice. <laughs> yeah, it's basically the three scenes are there's Scarlett Johansson driving around in a van. And she occasionally she will just like pull over to like the sidewalk and stuff, and she'll just mm-hmm. like talk to some person. But like she'll just say stupid shit. It'll be like, "Oh, where's this thing that's like a block away?" And literally the other person will be like, "Oh, it's the next block." And she'll be like, "Oh, thank you." And so it's a video like, game. That's the whole scene. It's like yes, a video yes, game. Like like so it a really like Legend of Zelda. They're trying to extend the they're trying to extend the game for no reason. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, and then it cuts out of nowhere to the scene where like you're in absolute black, and 
you have like Scarlett Johansson that just like walks across the black and then some other person sinks down into the black void. And that's scene two. And most of the movie is just alternate between the two. You alternate. She's in the van and then there's the thing where like there's the black void and then van and then black void. Mm. And then in the very end, there's a third scene where out of nowhere, she's just she's in the woods and some guy is trying to bone her. And then as he's trying to bone her, all of her skin and her limbs and everything falls off. And it reveals that somehow inside, she's just this weird black ball of obsidian. Obsidian? Like, perfectly smooth, like black ball. And that's, and that's it. Oh. And then that's the end she's, of the movie. She's a mannequin. She's a mannequin from the, uh, the stores, you know? That that just like has no features, just like sort of like a oh, man, I, yeah, that's, that's what she is. That's that's sexist. Um, I, I, you need to say mannequin and woman mannequin. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, so, Here, I thought so, you were the left leaning one on this panel. Jeez. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I think like the problem with this movie is that like people give it way too much credit. Like they people don't understand that there is you can have things open to interpretation, but. You need to ground whatever world you're creating in the movie at least a little bit. Like you need to give something to build a foundation for the audience to rest on. And then from that foundation, they can go and they can interpret things and be like, oh, I think this means this and this is a symbol for that or whatever. But why this movie is so shitty is that the movie gives you absolutely nothing. It's one of those like shitty like student films where like no one on earth will ever know what it means other than the person who created it. And maybe not even that person. Like they just had a fever dream and they were like, oh, okay, I'm going to make this. And well, no, I mean, it's like a lot of those people that do those type of movies are like, I don't know what it means, but I'm sure that someone's going to sit here and interpret it and be like, this is brilliant. This is what I get out of the movie. It is like, they ask you the uh, U.S., uh, like they maybe have like a Q&A session or something and they ask, uh, somebody asks them, like, so what does this movie mean? And it's like, well, let me ask you, what does the movie mean to you? Exactly. <laughs> It's like, uh, it means that we should stop giving you money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to have exactly. another problem with this oh, movie. Man. Is that, is, if she does actually get naked, because when you think of Scarlett Johansson, you guys probably think of like her recent stuff. You know, Barrett probably didn't think about this, like like um, in like the Avengers and things like that. But for oh, me, she, when she, I think of Scarlett... the Avengers. I, I forgot who she was. Okay, I, dude, all these actresses. Yeah. I don't remember who's really who. I just like, oh, yeah, she plays a Black Widow chick or whatever. Yeah, the hell. yeah I know who you mean. Like, cause some some of them, like after I've seen them enough times, I'll actually look them up. But she's one of them where I'm like, oh yeah, the Black Widow chick. Okay, yeah. For me though, for for me with Scarlett Johansson, the, the what I think of is like either Lost in Translation or Ghost World. And yes, I'm, I'm those sorry, are the ones that I think of as maybe. well. And and Ghost I thought she was great World. in those. Like, Did I see I, Ghost World? Yeah, I don't think I've seen Ghost World. She was like like maybe 14 in Ghost World or something. Is that the one where it's based off of the video game? No. Is there, or is there like is there like, is either a video game or there's some Japanese version of something called like Ghost World, right? Am no, I thinking, no, it has nothing to do with that. Trust me. Okay. I don't know. Whose turn is it? We gonna do Matt? I had to uh, hit the mute button. Okay, sorry, yeah. I'm working on stuff. Okay, so um, I can't even. Uh, I forgot to even think about it. What my worst movie I've seen that I don't ever want to see again. Radius. Um, oh yes, exactly. But okay, here's 
rated R. <laughs> Any of those um, family-friendly movies, like um, uh, what do you call it? Like Cheaper by the Dozen. I yeah, haven't seen that one, but baby or whatever. Yeah, that kind of stuff. But um, I can't think of any one particular example. But Home alone. Sure. No. Um, a beloved of Dallas is a horrible movie. Okay, go continue. <laughs> yeah, I I don't have any like off the top of my head that I can think of. A Christmas story. Sure. I don't even know what that is. But okay. Loving holiday movie that you do that you dislike. Okay, continue. Eddie Murphy Raw. No, no, no. Yes, Get exactly. It's actually good for him to shit on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's thinking of like those. Uh, I, I know what you mean though. Some of those movies, they're like they got the stupidest uh, plot. You know, I always think thinking like, oh, geez, I got an F in my report card. I have, uh, how am I going to deal with it when mom finds out? And that's the whole. <laughs> so, so we determined that Matt's Matt's least favorite movie is Empire Strikes Back. That is correct, of course. That's because it's a family friendly movie. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Actually, it's a Disney movie. They have it on Disney Plus, and Disney Plus said only family friendly stuff on Disney Plus. So. Yes, it is a family movie. Sorry, Matt. You gotta <laughs> dislike it now. Okay, I have to dislike it now. Damn. So the whole the whole Star Wars franchise. Okay. Okay. And all the Marvel movies, which is funny because you just put them over like not fifteen minutes ago. Yeah, that uh, was correct. <laughs> all right, Ben. What do you have? Okay, so where to start with this one? I actually have a couple <laughs> in mind. Um, some of them I actually remembered while we were talking. Uh, the one I was going to go in with is this movie Monster that came out a couple years ago. Oh, that one. This one was like, it, one of the girls was like, uh, what, uh, Charlize Theron. Yeah. And they yeah. had to put her into all this makeup to make her look as ugly as possible. And holy smokes, did they do a good job with that? Yeah. I couldn't stand that fucking movie. I'm at this place called Apple Cinemas, which is like one of our local cinema chains. And they usually show, um, Usually they show like second run movies, but every once in a while they'll get like a first run movie. Um, they'll like they'll outbid the local people and get it. And they, um, my grandmother wanted to watch this movie and she hates going to the movies by herself, like kind of, kind of, kind of like I do. And she was like, Well, would you go with me? And I'm like, Oh, yeah, sure, sure, I'll go watch a movie for free. I spent most of the time in the lobby playing the Pac Man machine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like playing Pac-Man for two hours because she liked the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it. I'm like, I don't, I don't like this. This is not my thing. I, I, I don't even remember what the movie was about. I don't even truly remember what I totally didn't like about the movie. I just remember watching it and thinking, I don't. I gotta get the heck out of here. I can't watch this. I don't want this. I don't want. I don't like this. I don't want to watch this. And I got up and left. And uh, yeah, so that's really my first example. I don't. I couldn't tell you much more about the movie other than she was uh, Charlene Theron was in it and. Um, I think Halle Berry was in it too. No, no, she she wasn't. Oh, she it was. Uh, it was Christina Ricci. Okay. Oh yeah, that was another reason why I, like, I wanted to see it because I like I've liked Christina Ricci since she was like in the Adams family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that that's mine. Okay. I got other ones. All right, I got other ones too. It's gonna go to me now. Um, this is I'm gonna do the movie that actually. Um, was the first to come to mind that really sparks this list. 
Um, and actually, this list came about me watching Mac and Me, and I was talking with, with Ben, but that's not the movie. Um, this movie is a prime example of this list, um, which is funny because the, the music group that the director is from was like my, I don't even know how to say, I was so addicted to this group. You, you know where I'm going. Um, my buddy Dan told me, well, this is when, uh, the, basically my movie is House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm-hmm. And my buddy Dan yeah. went and saw it. And he's like, he's like, I don't know what I thought of it. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go see it. That's a great review. <laughs> yeah. So I literally, when I walked out of the movie, my first thought was, I do not know if I like or dislike this movie. All I know is I never want to see this movie again in my life. That was um, exactly how I felt about Code Veronica. Code Veronica, the game? Resident Evil. After I finished it, I'm like, I never, I don't think I ever want to see this movie or see this game ever again. I mean, it, I, I think a lot of it is because um, I know he's a like a big horror movie buff. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I was and like a lot of old horror. So I was expecting something that felt very old horror. Oh, mine was just because the game took me so long to beat. Um, and he, it was just boring gore, trying to be as gross as possible, and 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 having no serious point to the movie, um, mm-hmm. the whole time. And I know there's like a sequel, and then I he had it was it the Lords of Salem or something, and. Probably about four months ago, Lords of Salem was on like Amazon Prime. So I tried to watch that. I got 20 minutes into it. And I was like, and, and 20 minutes into it, I'm like, oh my God, if this is the same thing. There was no point to this movie. It's just completely boring. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he knows how to direct himself out of a wet paper bag. These are passionate. Hey, guys, I got to get going. I got to right. get going, guys. All right, man. All right, later. Later. And these are these projects, like, the you'll, you'll get these smaller movie companies, and they'll see, like, the name Rob Zombie, and they'll go and say, oh, we could attach ourselves to Rob Zombie. And it's probably the language they use, too. We could attach ourselves to him, meaning they're attached like, to his name and his brand. And you'll get all these people who are white zombie fans are going to go and say, oh, Rob Zombie's doing a movie. Oh, dude, that's going to be awesome. I got to go watch that. And then they watch it, and by the time they realize the movie sucks, their money's already spent. Yeah. And that's what yeah. they're talking about. Marketing so. 101. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, Barrett, you got any more? Oh, dude, I have loads of them. But, yeah, there's one in particular I want to say, which was, and it's it's prescient because the remake is coming out soon, and yep. that is Dune. The original Dune, I would mm-hmm. say, is also a negative infinity out of 10. Now, that, the original Dune movie, The Rock's in that, right? No, 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 D-U-N-E. Oh, Doom. Oh, okay. I heard Doom oh. as well, too. Okay. Yeah, the, actually, the original Doom movie was pretty bad, too. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but but I would say it's not as bad as the Dune with the N. Oh, 100% agree. That movie, dude. I, and the weirdest thing is it's, it's similar to the Under the Skin one in the sense that it's, like, critically raved about. You know, people say it's so great. And not just critics, but, like, you know, it's a fan favorite. People are like, oh, yeah, dude. Blah, blah. I mean, that's why it's getting a bloody remake. Yeah. It's because it's supposed to be this great deal. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll watch it. It was on Netflix or something. So I was like, okay, fine. And damn, that was the stupidest, weirdest, most ridiculous thing. And I'd say the same problem with Under the Skin was there in Dune. 
nothing's explained. You have nothing to latch on to. You just get a bunch of disparate scenes of weird shit that make no sense. You can't put together any kind of theory about it because the movie doesn't give you enough. You have no idea who the hell anyone is, what their relation is to anyone else, what they're trying to do. Like, what the fuck? All I saw was just weird, retarded shit. Like, there was a weird fat guy who floated around and, like, gay raped people and and then, like, other weird shit. And then there were, like, the psychic creatures and stuff. And then, I don't know, something about spice. But, like, they never even explain what the fuck it is or why I should care. Sir, we, we, do we, don't you think we need to add a story? No, more psychic people. <laughs> Barrett, I think if if you didn't like Dune, you might like the sequel. It's called Dunes. Um, it, of course, it's this one is all it's really about is about the uh, the Sahara Desert and all the sand in it. It's on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I actually I understand because I just saw Dune for the first time probably a couple years ago with Maria. It was a, when we got Netflix. I'm thinking this is a like a classic movie. And I watched it, and she checked out within about maybe 20 minutes. She was done. Um, and, I'm, and I watched it all the way through, and I'm like, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I, I'm waiting for this to, like, bust out into full musical or something. Because yeah. I don't know what's going on. Do you remember, also, the, the, well, go ahead. Do you remember the, the second Men in Black movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember watching that movie, and I don't know if this is what, because I don't think I've seen Dune, but I, I, this might be what you guys are talking about, or like by the time it feels like the movie's finally starting to get going, it's over. Oh, no, this didn't even get going. Okay. Yeah, this one never what, does. What the fact two was, is like the whole movie was them setting up, setting up, setting up, setting up, setting up. Okay, we're ready to do, th- oh, there's the credits. <laughs> this, if you took like a few movies and like spliced them together and, 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 Tried to create something, but also wanted to fail at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll see what you, and, and granted, I guess I should have known what I was in for, but like, I didn't pay attention beforehand to who the director was, but it's David Lynch. And if you ever seen any David Lynch stuff, I mean, it just makes you wonder why they even hired him in the first place. Like he's completely insane. And every one yeah. of his movies is just complete insane gibberish, like madman ravings. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like, you ever seen freaking Mulholland Drive? What the fuck is that movie about? Isn't that one of those those horror movies, Mulholland Drive? Well, it kind of, like, it's, like a lot of his movies, the tone is all over the place. So, like, Mulholland (laughs) Drive goes between, like, five different movie genres for no good reason. And, yes, one of them is horror. Yeah, like, see, this is the stuff, like, you can't do that in a movie. You could have maybe two genres. Like, if you want to have, like... Uh, like you could do horror and you could have a little bit of comedy, but the yeah, little yeah. comedy has to be balanced in such a way to balance out the horror scenes. Mm-hmm. And you have to, number one, you have to have a good writer. Oh my God, do you need mm-hmm. this? Because the writing is what pulls it all off. Oh, you know that yeah. I mean, because then you can get away with like a good actor and a bunch of shitty ones. Uh. <laughs> I, got, I, I mean, I've seen I've seen one David Lynch movie, um, and that's Twin Peaks. And and I really like Twin Peaks. Did you say the movie um, or the show? The movie. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Yeah, there was a movie that wraps up the show. Um, Yeah. But the thing is, Twin Peaks is written by David Lynch, and I don't remember who the other person is, but someone else is involved. So I think that someone else was, like, pulling his leash, like, hey, you can't go that far out there on this. 
I yes. mean, Twin Peaks yes. is still out there, but it's it's but at least it's not like just wacky everything mashed into a blender and blended up and then just poured mm. in your face. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Like the th- and it's the same with the show. So like if you like the movie, you might like the show. And oh, we yeah. also did a remake of the show. That's oh yeah, better. I saw. The, well, it wasn't a remake. It was actually, uh, you know, I think twenty five years after. Oh, it's, okay. And it, I've seen I've seen the show and I've I've seen that follow up and I love them. Yeah, and I agree with your assessment. Like having seen other David Lynch stuff, I I can I. I can only assume that it's it's something along the lines of what you're saying, that they basically he had to be reined in or something, because I agree the that stuff, the Twin Peaks, it, it had an actual like there was a plot. There was something going on. You had enough to grasp onto where you could be like, OK, OK, I could kind of figure my way around this. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I never watched any of the Twin Peaks stuff. Is that the one where they're like they're in Minnesota? Uh, are they in Minnesota? I don't know. They're in I think you're thinking of Fargo. I'm thinking of Fargo. That's another Fargo's one. Fargo's in Minnesota. Uh, Twin Peaks is up somewhere north, but I think, isn't it like... I think oh, it's Washington. they're in Alaska, aren't they? No, I think it's Washington. Uh, yeah, it's. I think it's like somewhere out west here, no, like not back east. Yeah, well, Alaska's not west. Uh, <laughs> uh, I haven't watched either one of them, so I, I, yeah, that's a... Uh, I, I mean, I hear good things. It just never, it just never was uh, something I saw on something. I was like, oh, I gotta go check that out. Maybe it's just never been on the streaming service I was watching at the time. It just never happened. Well, give it a, give it a, you know, a try maybe, like mm-hmm. an episode, and see if it's something that you dig. Yeah, because I want to try that. I want to check out um, who's that guy? That, uh, he has that show called Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh never, yeah, yeah. Never, mm-hmm. never watched that. But I heard good things about that, and I like Seinfeld, so I want to check that out too. And what's the? Um, there's like a lot of these shows that people for years have been like, oh, they're raving, and and, it, and it, it's a type of comedy I would get. It just never. Yeah. Well, the thing about Curb Enthusiasm, dude, it's nothing like Seinfeld. I you might like it. Do you like really awkward, like uncomfortable stuff, like where the, you could tell they're purposely trying to make the audience as uncomfortable as humanly possible? Uh, sometimes it depends how stupid it is. Well, like, this is if, like if it's intelligent some situation that nobody in their right mind would ever put themselves in. Then yeah, they, so so this isn't like the bumbling kind of stuff. Like this is it's intelligent. Okay, but but still uncomfortable. That's what Kirby enthusiasm is all about. Oh, okay. It like that's it to a T. Like, did you ever see that movie Uncut Diamonds? No. Or Uncut Gems? I mean, Uncut yeah. Gems. Neither yeah. one. Okay, well, that I just say because it's the same kind of style of just like okay. ramping up the tension, the uncomfortableness, and like never letting go. That's Kirby enthusiasm. Oh, so it's right. like a dark tension. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Basically, like what happens is like he plays himself. So, like, oh. he's not a character, like, he's himself. Oh. And, you know, like he is in real life, he's not, aside from the show, he's generally not a director. He's like a producer, he's the behind the scenes money guy, right? And, like, he's used to getting his way and stuff. And so, like, this is basically about him going around town and, like, going into things and, like, trying to to do his usual thing, being, like, this high-power player kind of guy. And then, like, things just go horribly wrong for him, you know? Like, he tries to go on a date with his wife at his fancy restaurant. And, like, 
things just pile up and misunderstandings and all the stuff. I love this thing. Did you ever you ever watch Alan Partridge? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alan Partridge is funny because he thinks like he's the greatest thing ever, and he's like the lowest rated disc jockey in a small in a small market. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing the overnights on a digital station in Norwich, England, which I don't know how big Norwich is, but I had to look it up. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I, I, I... Granted, I've never been to England, so maybe like I'm going to piss off all Norwich, and I, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't mean this. I'm not saying, trying to say I don't know anything about Norwich other than that's what the guy is. He's like he's a DJ in Norwich, and he's not even on the main station. He's on a digital substation <laughs> on at midnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but okay. Can, yeah, that's an apt comparison. What's that? It's an apt comparison. Okay. I'll just check it out then. So he thinks he, he's all something, but he's not. Yeah, that, that, that's always funny. So since um, Barrett mentioned Uncut Gems, um, which was actually a good role for Adam Sandler, yeah, um, I want to throw something out here because there was a period where you know Adam Sandler was super popular. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So and I remember going into uh, I don't know it was like Best Buy or Target or something and seeing an Adam Sandler movie. I'm like, oh, he does great stuff. I got to buy this on DVD, and I watched it. And I never touched the DVD again <laughs> after that. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this one. It's called Overboard. Oh, yeah. Fuck, it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Overboard. It's one of those bad movies where they got, like, some TV star, the the star in it, probably. It, Overboard is Adam Sandler. Oh, Adam Sandler. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've heard of that. I remember seeing, like, uh, I, I think that was the first... Or one of the first times I saw something from Adam Sandler, I was like, you know what? I have no interest in this. I, I think it was his first movie, and it is just so awful. Oh, there wasn't one like one that came out after he released all the other crap. No, this one came out like his first movie, dude. Oh, then yeah, I didn't see it then. And I think it had um, the dude who played Biff in it. I think too. Maybe. For some reason, this is ringing a bell that I did see this. Maybe it was one of those movies like I blocked it out. <laughs> it, well, yeah. it was it was bad. You should block I, it out. It, yeah, yeah. I've I've pretty much blocked it out because I couldn't remember now at this point anything <laughs> that really happened on it except he was part of like it was a cruise and he was one of the staff members mm-hmm. and and nothing in it was funny. But that that's all of his movies after like <laughs> after the one where he's the golfer. <laughs> oh, the Water Boy was funny too. Yeah, Water Boy is. <laughs> This is all right, yeah. <laughs> he did like three good movies, and then he just kept keep recreating those three movies over and over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got that sweet Netflix deal. Yeah, they paid him money, and I'm like, Netflix, what are you? Are you okay? If you want to turn your your whole thing into shit, I guess you know. Oh shoot, my Xbox is about to. Turn I think off. it's maybe one of those. Well, eventually, like people are still watching it because they're thinking he's actually going to do a good movie. And they're thinking like, oh, maybe this time. It, it, it can't be that bad every single time. There's got to be one that will be good. And then he hands off projects to his friends. And granted, Bruce Bigelow I thought was funny. And I thought Mall Cop was funny too. But, mm-hmm. you know, just the fact, like, it's, it's like, I don't know. You make you, how much money do you, just take your money and leave. Can you oh, just take dude. your money and leave? Can you leave the <laughs> table? 
Take your winnings and leave the table, please. Well, that's the thing. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, I mean, like, he's got the phone wall of keys, and that was, like, insanely popular. Mm. So, I mean, it's it, he he seems to have, like, those now and then type of situations. I heard, I, I, I know he did a movie where he it was a drama, and he had a, he played a serious role, and I heard, as, just like Jim Carrey, he's good in serious roles. Just yeah, like, that would be just like that, that from SNL, the one who um, who does uh, the George the George W. Bush impression. What's his name? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, he's good. In, he's good in serious roles too, because you number one, it's harder to be a good comic than it is to be really good at drama, because comedy you not only have to hit all the dramatic stuff you have to make people laugh too and and these guys are examples of okay comics they're okay enough where yeah they made their bread and butter on it but like they're all one trick ponies really yeah Yeah. there's i mean there's two roles that i think he was serious and one was punch drunk love which was really good Mm -hmm. um and then there was uncut gems yeah i've never seen either one of them I I I just I heard good things about his performance, but I, the thing is, at the time I was so over him, and <laughs> I am so done. I don't care if he made the greatest movie in the world; I probably still wait to watch it because mm. <laughs> I don't want to see him. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Yes, what they call in wrestling, go away heat. <laughs> you're booing him not because you want to watch him get his ass kicked. You're booing him because you don't want to see him. Mm. <laughs> All right, Barrett, you got more? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so this one, oh man, I got a story behind this one. This one, I never finished this movie. I got about, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes in. Oh, you're going to listen to my next example. I, uh, I tore it out of the DVD player. I smashed it with a hammer and then I threw the pieces in the microwave to char them. And then I threw the whole thing, including the microwave into the dumpster. What did you have? What did you tell Blockbuster when they wanted their movie back? Oh, no, no, I didn't even get it from that. Someone gave it to me. Hey, Barrett, um, quick question. After you did all this, were you able to finish the movie? Did you put it back in and finish it? No, no. <laughs> the movie was so bad, he had he downloaded the movie, burnt it to a disc, just so he could destroy the movie. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> Imagine you hate it that true, much. True story. Like, no, I, I didn't burn it myself. Someone gave me the disc and... Uh, oh. But then, yeah, but then I did smash it, burn it, and then throw the whole thing in the dumpster. And I love and this. I, I didn't burn it myself, but then I smashed it and burned it. Um, yeah. So, so, Mr. Barrett, if if you tell me the person who you bought the movie from, we can settle on forty hours of community service and forget about all the rest of the charges. I, I got I got a buddy <laughs> who knocked him off for you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm dying. What is this movie? It's called Ichi the Killer. Oh, it's, it's a Japanese movie, oh. and it's the most fucked up, repugnant shit on earth. I hate that movie. <laughs> it is absolute crime. Like, I mean, I joke about the other things, saying there are crimes, are they're just bad movies, right? Like, but this is an actual thing that, like, it's a crime. See, see, here's the thing: is that this is how the Water Boy came about. It's Ichi the Killer. This is why he thought of that running at somebody going, ah, it's because of Itchy the Killer. Yeah, this movie, it's, it's bad, but it's also just fucked up. Like, it's oh, everything geez. awful about humanity. Like, everything. Oh. So we're back to the Nuremberg trials? Oh, yeah, yeah, seriously. Like, 
And, and dude, if you saw like the even just the opening scene of this movie, you'd be like, yes, yes. We we need uh, start building the gallows, start making the rope. <laughs> Somebody's got to hang for this. Oh, you, you, oh, you're doing gallows? Oh, you don't want to go with gas chambers? Okay, well, yeah. I'm a little I, more humane, I guess. Well, because, you know, the Nuremberg, that's how they did it, so. Oh, they did, oh I didn't know they hung people. I, I, I didn't know the Nuremberg. I, I, they hung people for that? I thought they sent them in oh, yeah. jail for life. Oh, wow. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. They, there are a lot of famous stories that came out come out of the hanging. Like, the, you ever hear the whole thing about, like, oh, you know, you don't die right away. It takes you like 30 minutes to suffocate when you're mm-hmm. hanging and stuff, which is not really true, but that story comes from the Nuremberg trials. Oh, I thought they just did, because when they drop you, the idea is mostly your neck snapping is supposed to be what kills you. That's what that's what people think, but it's not true. That It's oh. never been true. It, it is that you just suffocate, but it doesn't take 30 minutes or whatever. It takes like five or so. Yeah, you'd have to be like a, a trained Navy SEAL to hold your breath longer than 10 minutes. You, you, you're going to go and hold it for 30 now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's but, but that's a famous story that comes from it. Supposedly mm-hmm. one of the Nazis like held on for ages and, you know, it's this whole thing. And, you know, so people that's, talk about it. But. That's why they tie your hands behind your back because you would hold on for ages if you could. <laughs> in there and hold your hold yourself above it so you can still breathe you know yeah that's yeah it's, well anyway that's, yeah so this movie dude it's so bad it's poorly made it's like stupid it makes no sense and it's just it's horribly fucked up i mean so imagine like you, you guys seen the movie seven yeah and you know like some of those things like especially the one with the hooker and the thing that happens to her and you know in the movie, they don't show it, right? They just like, you know, they kind of leave it up to your imagination, and that's bad enough. Now, imagine yeah, you made a movie so. where they showed it, yeah. and then things that were ten times worse than that. I own a copy of Seven, and I still never seen it. Oh, okay, was okay. It, well, Eric, yeah. question: Was it Itchy the Killer? Because I think Itchy the Killer was done by the same guy that did Audition. Yes, yes, uh-huh. the same guy. And I think he did other movies, but one of them there was a scene where. The guy goes to an uh, an inn, or I can't even think what they're called there, um, and he stays the night, and there's an old lady there that's talking about her breast milk. And then he wakes up the next morning and notices that there's, I guess, milk in his drink, and looks up, and she had been squeezing breast milk down through the ceiling into the drink. Was that Itchy the Killer, or was that something else? That was something else. Okay. That was another one of his movies. That... I, I wouldn't doubt it. Would not doubt it. Like, that's actually probably the most normal thing I've seen from one of his movies. Yeah. And I, I, but seeing that, I was like, this is just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. But then again, all this stuff is like ridiculous. Because I, yeah. I don't remember how much I watched Issue the Killer, but I know I didn't finish it because of the same reason. I'm just like, this is just atrocious garbage. Uh you want to hear about... I think I talked about this movie before. So mm-hmm. Go for it. Uh, this is the original Casino Royale. Oh, not the one yeah. That came out like, I think, not the one that came out like 10 years ago or whatever. This one came out like in the 60s. And yeah. With Peter mm-hmm. Nevin. And mm-hmm. he quits... Like, he quit the role halfway through the film. So they have to, like, work around him not being there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like... The movie literally looks like the first half of the movie actually makes kind of sense. It still sucks, but it kind of makes kind of sense. And then all of a sudden, none of nothing makes sense. 
Nothing <laughs> makes sense. Nothing at all makes any sense whatsoever. It's like he's playing the original James Bond. And in their universe, James Bond is a title that is passed on from agent to agent, which would explain why there's different actors playing the role, which was one of the theories that goes around with people who have too much time on their hands. And <laughs> I've thought about it too. <laughs> so, and uh, um, so in this movie, because the actor literally leaves the film in the middle of making it, and it's who was that one that Woody guy who was who uh, left his what? wife to be with his daughter? Oh, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. <laughs> this is one of his films. No wonder it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, like all of a sudden, because he left, they wrote that uh, he's on. He's uh, indisposed at the moment. Like he's at a meeting or whatever. They give some reason why he can't be in the scene. Uh, so his job is going to be spread out to other actors who are now going to play different James Bonds and they're trying to, I don't know. I always fall asleep or just turn the damn movie off. I don't know what happens after that. I'm like, this is, this is a bridge too far. Like, <laughs> this is horrible storytelling. This makes absolutely no sense. You would have been better off if you just found somebody who was a lookalike and had the guy get shot in the middle of the movie. Cause at least that would make some fucking sense. You know, yeah. out of all the movies that have been listed so far that I haven't seen, this one is now the one that I want to see the most. Because if you can make it, just through, me so I've curious. never sat through the whole thing. I can't. I just can't sit through the whole thing. I've tried. I always I challenged myself. I've tried to watch this movie a dozen times. I can be glad for punishment, so I could probably sit through it and try to figure it out. And I, I keep trying to like logically put the fucking story together because I love James Bond. And I'm like, this is, you know, it's James Bond. It's got to be good. There's good in here somewhere. I got to find the good. <laughs> There's no good. <laughs> All right. You know so what? Now that you mentioned that, dude. That kind of relates to something you were talking about earlier when you were talking about actors and you are talking about comedy and all that. Because yeah. uh, I was actually watching a behind-the-scenes thing about that movie last night. And I guess that they were trying to make it a spoof. It was supposed to be a total send-up. Yeah, it was. It was supposed to be a comedy. And that was yeah. another thing. It's like none of the jokes landed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, just because, you think, just because you're funny when you're talking with your friends doesn't mean that you know how to write comedy. Yeah. And I think Woody Allen, if you knew him as a person, you'd number one think he's a creep. <laughs> but number two, you might think he says something funny every once in a while. He's a funny guy. Maybe. That's the impression I get. That he is a living room comic who thinks that he's a really is a comic. <laughs> and you're not. You know, I, I consider myself to be a living room comic. I don't but you don't see me going up on stage anywhere. <laughs> you know, I know my limits. I know like when I'm in a group of people, I can make them laugh because I know my audience and it's usually like four or five people. You know, I kinda know where I, I hit a dud every once in a while. I hit a big dud every once in a while. But usually I kind of know where, where I can go with comedy with, my, with the group I'm with. And with, when you're, you know, to go up on stage, it's a whole different skill set. You have to be ready mm -hmm. for a whole room full of people. And it's, yeah. Like what I do, I, it's good training to go for a group. But I'm not looking to be a comedian. So. Yeah, yeah. Similar, mm -hmm. uh, similar thought about the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that it, it, the premise was good. Like, it yeah. could have been good in competent hands. I think that him and the group of people he wrote the movie with thought it was the funniest movie ever made. <laughs> and unfortunately, they're not the ones paying. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever uh, seen Memento? Memento, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, that movie was bad, too. <laughs> so, that movie was like a whole movie's backwards. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Ben? You could be my John G. I don't remember what the, is that a reference from the movie? I don't remember. Yeah, it's, yeah. He, he was he was killing a guy named all he knew is it was John G. Yeah, because like he, he had no short term memory, so he would like count on tattoos or markings on his body to, re, to remember stuff that happened, and the whole movie went in reverse. You yeah. start off with the end of the movie and you end with the beginning of the movie, and I'm yeah. like. This is why the stuff that pisses me off when Quentin Tarantino does this, and I like Quentin Tarantino. Oh, can I say something? What? I'm going to do my last one now. Uh, my, my last movies that I'd rather go blind and watch, because since you mentioned it, um, anything by Quentin Tarantino. Uh... Anything at all, except for I, I did like Jackie Brown. But anything else by Quentin Tarantino, I will not watch. Or anything that he's in, I will not watch. Well, he's kind of annoying when he is on camera. Also, anytime he's on camera, even doing an yeah. interview, he's annoying as all hell. He's a bad uh, actor. Yeah, but when he his movies, they're scatterbrained, but they do have a point, and there's crossover. They all happen in the same universe, which I I'm always a huge fan of. Um, I, I liked I, I like his movies. I you know I don't consider him like. I'd probably pick other directors over him if I was, you know, made had, had like my dream, a dream project or whatever. But you know, I, I like his films. I see, like I, for me, it's it's anything. If I see a movie, I'm like, can we just get to the Mexican standoff and have everyone shoot themselves and, and roll the credits? I'm done with this guy. <laughs> That's probably one of the reasons I like his movies. <laughs> I love the violence and the fight scenes and like. You know, in the Kill Bill, when when uh, when the bride is taking on the crazy eighty eight. You know, if you uh, ever was, seen, that, was that one or two? Because I sure that's, didn't that's it was first, the first one. The first okay. one. If you get the Japanese version of the movie, that whole fight seems in color, and it's just, oh my god, like blood and gore for the sake of blood and gore. And it's, I hate it if it's not done to this point because once you get to this point, it's just ridiculous. You might as well have fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> because it's uh, it, they, they have it to the point of like mag, uh, uh, manga Japanese cartoon you know anime level yeah. I think, with all the blood and, and I'm assuming that uh, I'm surprised that there's a Japanese version of it because I'm, I'm surprised that they weren't offended by the, the crappy level that he did with that I think it's one of those things where it's kind of like if you can't laugh at yourself oh, I don't know <laughs> I think I say you can't laugh at yourself Laugh at someone else. Laugh at someone else. Uh, I, you know what it probably is, Mike? All the checks cleared. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all they cared about. Check cleared? Yeah. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I will say one thing about Reservoir well Dogs. I don't care what you all say, Mr. Pink Lips. Reservoir Dogs, that was another good one. That was like... Oh, his, yeah. That's like, I think his first one. And he yeah. did that yep. on like a really tight budget. And he did such a good job of... Uh, well, if I can't have it happen in this setting, like he, he didn't do the bank, they didn't show the robbery because they didn't have the budget to do the robbery. Yeah, yeah. So they just said, you know what? We'll have it take place after the robbery. <laughs> then the robbery could have been as amazing as we want it to be because no one's ever going to see it. <laughs> but, and, I'm like, and that's good writing. That's the whole thing goes back to good writing. Maybe that's what it is. He's a horrible actor, but he's a good, he's a good director and a good writer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just so. stay off camera. But I, I, I challenge anyone to, to disagree with me that Mr. Pink 
the when I say Mr. Pink lived. Oh yeah, I think he did too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we're never shown that he didn't. And... Exactly. Right there. All you hear is that there's. I love how you hate the Quentin Tarantino movies and you have a fan theory. What's up? I said you hate the movies, yet you have a fan theory. It pisses all fans off, too. Oh, no they're, they're full of shit. They're, they're, yeah, don't worry about them. No one lived. He got shot. Really? <laughs> Did it show his dead body on the ground? Yeah. I mean, even I've seen even interviews where, like, Tarantino won't say for certain, but like Steve Buscemi's like, yeah, my character lived. Like, it yeah, was in the script. Yeah, well, you don't want to, you don't, if you're the, if you're quitting, you don't want to say anything. You got all these people coming up with all these ideas of what they think happened. Sure. In your mind, if you want to think he lived, if your mind, you want to think he died, I don't care. <laughs> you already bought yeah. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, here, so I have a contrast then. This will be my last one. And they'll bow out. But as a contrast to like what we were just talking about, like a movie, you know, minimal budget, but like well executed, well acted um, and good writing. I think that was a big point that you made. Right. Well, here's the complete polar opposite. Alien Covenant. The destruction of the Alien franchise by its creator, Ridley Scott. Was that the one that just came out like about three years ago or something? Yes, that is that horrible monstrosity that makes this, absolutely no sense. This is the, the George Lucas syndrome going on, huh? Yes. Oh, if yes. anybody's going to destroy my thing, it's going to be me. Yeah. That's the only way I can think of. I can't understand how he could do such a bad job because it, it's so stupid. Like, they go to this planet for no reason at all. Like they have, And they have every reason not to because unlike the first one where – you know, the whole point of the first movie was that they were basically corporate cogs, right? And mm-hmm. the company says, you go here, you do this, you know, uh, all right, they can't question it. But in this time, they're a military ship on a humanitarian mission to send these people to this planet to colonize or whatever, right? Like, they have strict orders to do not do anything else. Just go and deliver the colonists to this planet. And what do they do? They just go, oh, fuck, let's detour to this unknown planet that's never been charted. We don't know anything about it. <laughs> Even though we're supposedly military officers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, yeah. And then they go to the planet and then they, they fucking just walk out in shorts and t- I kid you not, shorts and t shirts onto an unknown planet. I yep. do that. Not, don't even have like a fucking helmet on. No helmets, nothing. I'm of course, glad I'll get that you taken how bad this movie is. Aliens and, you know. I watched the first three Alien movies, and I didn't watch anyone after that, and I'm glad that here that I don't have to. Well, yeah. the Alien Covenant, I missed that one. And when I let me kind of, kind of uh, specify what I mean, because I actually went to the theater and saw it, but I missed it because that same day, I had just returned back from a trip to Osaka, so I had jet lag. Oh, I fell asleep in the middle of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just as well, lag. man. It would have fried your brain. <laughs> that Asian jet lag. I mean, you guys, I don't know how it is for you, but when, like, when I came back from Korea, I was like, sure, I was going to stay awake and I'm like, I'm awake. I'm, I'll, I'll make it through the day. And then all of a sudden. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's brutal. It's no yeah. joke. Especially like if you go for a while, like if, like I was I went for like one time I went for three weeks, and like you're three weeks on like basically thirteen hours ahead, something like that. Yeah, well, I mean for you guys it's well more or less. Well, it depends on how you do I the math. I think it's a three hours, so I think for us it'd be sixteen. Yeah, but still you're getting closer and closer to the actual time. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you guys really want to know? Right now it is four eighteen um, a.m. in Japan. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah, we recorded some Saturday afternoons. Uh, so yeah, that's that's crazy. That's yeah, and you go. Um, it's like it's not as bad in Europe because I've done the Europe one a bunch of times, and that one's not as bad because you're flying the because you're flying west to go home. So when you come back, the jet lag is not as bad. It's bad when you get there. Like the first day you're there is wasted. But when I went to Korea, my first day there, I had to go and find my hotel, and I didn't know where the hell I was, and, you know, I'm completely lost, and I, I you know, I, I couldn't, my second time there, I slept while on a train, because I kind of knew where I was going, because I already knew the train, the, the train system. Of course, if I went now, I'd probably be lost again, because it's been too long. Well, that's, that's something interesting, is that, like, I know Japan and probably other countries in that area, they do a... a they do uh, like a, a day trip to the to the U.S. So like they'll fly in, stay the night, and fly out the next night or next day. Yeah, they like they'll go to That's like there's it. there's Guam they can go to or they can go to Hawaii. A lot of them go to Guam though. Like Guam's biggest one of their biggest money makers is people coming from Asia because Guam is a U.S. territory. And well, it's also San Francisco. People could do that a day trip to San Francisco. By the time you get there, though, you've got jet lag, so I don't know what you're going to be doing. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't say like, – that's why I would think either Guam or uh, Hawaii would be the, the prime destinations. Yeah. Or Alaska, I guess. I think, Hawaii, I think Hawaii, a lot of people fall asleep in the jet lag and miss their flight, and that's why there's a big Japanese population in Hawaii maybe. I don't know. I know there's, <laughs> a, huge, there's a huge homeless population down there. I spent one night in Hawaii. I was down in downtown Honolulu, and it was like the sidewalk was just there was homeless people on every piece of sidewalk. Well, that's like California now. Yeah, like little did I know that they were ahead of the trend. Trendsetters down there in Hawaii. It's it's coming across in the wave. So so give it a few years, and it'll be like that over where you are. It's like that in New York. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know, I I, I know. There's a reason I don't go to New York. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh man, <laughs> we were like uh, me and a couple of friends were like planning to go to New York, and I'm like, I, I guess to hang out with every you know the, 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 to do something together and you know the bonding and all that because otherwise I really have no interest in going to New York. <laughs> I I do want to go just to see the Statue of Liberty because I still haven't seen that. Maybe just to get that. Maybe I'll go just – maybe I should go this year just to knock that off my list so I never have to go there again. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, man. Well, it's been right. great, guys. Oh, before you go, wait, is there any – Ben, do you have any more or are you done? Uh, I mean, if I wrap my brain, I'm sure I can think of more, but I think I'm all right. done. So, all right. So so I'm going to throw out the topic for next time. Okay. Um. So picture this. Everything's perfect. No flaws whatsoever. Complete professionals. Best, you know, one of the best in their business. However, they must not have, I guess, gave enough BJs or not given them to the right people. 
but you have you cannot understand why this band never got big. Mm, okay, okay. I mean, think about the band with just flawless musicians and the type of style you would expect to hear on the radio, but it, they just never, for some reason, never got big. Um, and I asked, I talked with Ben and asked about, you know, if he could still do the, you know, in, insert a recording or insert a song in. Um, it's possible. Asked, it's possible to do, um, but we it would limit the show to Spotify only. So mm-hmm. if you wanted to do this, Mike, we could do maybe two versions because that literally is going to cut off like anybody who listens to us on Apple or Amazon or any of the other platforms are on. Okay. Like it would be Spotify only. How it's, well, if it's not difficult to do, we could do just a Spotify version and in and each for that for each band we choose, pick a song um, that would give an example of that group. Yeah, and then we'd have to stop. Well, we don't have to stop. I mean, I, mean, I could go to the... It's easier if you stopped it, though, if we stopped the recording after every single one, because we'd have to separate yeah. files. Okay. Yeah, it's possible to do. Like I just said, though, and this is uh, to the audience as well, I'm telling you this, that it's going to be a Spotify-only episode then. That's the only way we could legally do this. A Spotify-only <laughs> for the full thing. For the Yeah, for the full thing. If you want to hear the music we're going to mention. You're putting... Oh, dude, I can't do this next week. Okay. Well, I, can't, couple, I, can't, I can't even do the show next week. I'm booked yeah. all day Saturday next week. So that gives us a couple weeks. I'll let Matt know what the topic is. Okay. Barrett, does that sound good to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have thoughts already. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So we'll give it two weeks. Um, we'll take next week off, and then um, we'll see what we can do. All right. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, anyone have any last words? Anything nope. they want?